Good morning. It is first thing Friday. So it's time for Fix Insider. Our weekly newsletter, made here with Amazon Polly and a synthetic voice. Fix slash Insider, Friday July 2nd. Merchant. The level of VC investment in fast groceries continues. There does seem to be a divergence, lots of well-funded startups offering 15-minute grocery with a limited selection versus more established grocery firms looking at one or two-hour delivery, with a wider choice. Here in Hackney the streets are full of people promoting the startups, and customers are doing well gaming the various promotions. Most of their traditional rivals are trailing one-hour delivery as well as Deliveroo partnerships. For example Asda are testing their own one-hour's delivery service, whilst expanding its Uber Eats partnership from 200 to 300 stores. Some startups are competing on same day too. Check-based Rolex is valued at 1.2 billion euros on their latest raise. And others are looking for a new way to participate, Lollipop wants to aggregate deliveries around a meal planning service. We think we will soon see consolidation, Getter has used its recent raise to acquire Block to enter Spain and Italy. Over in Latin America Uber have moved from majority owner to become the sole owner of grocery delivery startup Corner Shop. Are global players best equipped to win? In the adjacent meal delivery space US firm DoorDash has entered the Japanese market and is competing with Foodpanda, the Asian brand owned by German delivery hero. Another Chinese firm is an example of the wider opportunity, logistics startup Lalamive has embraced e-commerce. Drivers who will pick up prescriptions drugs, deposit checks and deliver birthday cakes, all in under an hour, are a growing trend in China. All these companies need to combine customer acquisition, and retention, skills with operational excellence. For CPG firms this balkanization of grocery is both a challenge and an opportunity. How do you get listed by all these firms and then how do you maintain the sell-through needed to retain listing? It's all about evolving the expertise in old-school tactics like Bogofs into a modern merchant media strategy. Citrus ads are a key player in this space, who else is doing interesting things? At their Unite event Shopify announced a whole slate of interesting products and features, with the undoubted headline being. As of August 1, 2021, we're offering 0% revenue share on the first million dollars you make annually on the Shopify app store. Newt. In this Wednesday's deep dive we looked at Roku, as well as Channel 4 privatization, Europe production and Kibi. Further evidence of the status of Roku as a gatekeeper is Apple buying a button on their remote. It's a good way to regain prominence and drive trial, but it has surprised some, as Apple was always expected to make TV a key part of their offering. Is this just a smart tactic or have they given up on their ambitions in this space? We also looked at the measurement issues in Newt and this neat article is a must-read. Given the Netflix team have welcomed this gauge measurement, Matt Baloney, a Hollywood insider, share this theory on why. The more there's self-regulation, the less they have to disclose. That's my take too. This Nielsen gauge only measures streamers as part of the overall TV viewing universe. Hastings knows these data points are pretty benign, as opposed to, you know, full show data that might help stars and creators negotiate better deals with Netflix. Taking this position, and in a splashy New York Times piece, puts Netflix on the right side of the issue in a way that doesn't actually hurt the business. Mark Zuckerberg is doing the same thing at Facebook. Please regulate us, he's telling Congress, knowing very well that a, meaningful regulation will probably never happen, and b, if it does, he's better off with a seat at that table, rather than being perceived as publicly antagonistic. Cinemas are back, F9 speeds past pandemic-era box office record. AdTech. Out third fix slash lev hashtag get impersonal event with Bliss went well this week, with great feedback. Our panel of Pete Robbins, Liberate, Jeremy Pounder, PhD, 
Sandra Trillo, Zenith and Aaron McKee, the Bliss CTO, had a lively discussion over what we are seeing right now and how people can best navigate the coming months. We all agreed that doing nothing isn't an option and I remain convinced that those who act wisely now will be best prepared and can prosper. You can watch the session here. I mentioned that the stock price of the trade desk had spiked on the news of the Google delay and the Wall Street Journal note that Google's cookie delay is bittersweet for trade desk. There are interesting new models emerging, Verizon has partnered with Catalina to combine their data. Catalina has access to 236 million digitally enabled unique shopper cards spanning 103 million US households, along with strong retailer relationships with thousands of grocery stores, as well as drug stores, mass general, and convenience. Verizon Media Connect ID, which relies on Verizon Media's own identity graph, and allows for activation across Verizon Media's full-stack ad platform, increases reach and performance, and elevates consumer experiences on all channels. Clickbait giants Taboola and Outbrain almost merged last year, but pulled out partly due to regulator concerns. But they remain intrinsically linked, and Outbrain announced their plans for an IPO the day before Taboola opened on NASDAQ. I think these firms demonstrate the problems with a lot of ad tech. The ads may seem to work, but they ruin the user experience on many of the sites they run on. Ultimately how the ad tech perfect storm plays out depends on what the advertisers, who fund the industry, want and what they will accept. The latest thinking from the CMO of Procter & Gamble is therefore interesting. He is an advocate of first-party data. So you're collecting the data yourself rather than relying on a media company or a social media network. We can create those audiences ourselves, and we can match the profiles of the kind of audiences that we're looking for with the Googles and the Facebooks. We still want to reach a lot of people, but we want to do it with greater precision. The Australian deal where Google and Facebook agreed to share money with a handful of publishers, continues to influence how news brands deal with the platforms. In Denmark a number of media brands have clubbed together to try and drive a new deal with Facebook and Google where everyone benefits. It's a very Scandinavian approach but all these talks are watched for precedence. Plus plus. Head of Instagram Adam Masseri has shared, on Twitter and Instagram, two videos where he explains how Instagram works, and emphasizes the importance of video, going forward. Facebook is working on visual search for shopping on Instagram. L'Oreal introduces Modiface-powered virtual try-on to Instagram shopping. Great use of R. A VC shared app any data showing percent of installed users that open each app weekly. TikTok never drops below 95% and two less well-known apps are doing well too, Honk and it's me. Someone on Twitter shared the history of Ski, PDF, the fascinating story of the launch of the first UK yogurt. What's interesting is how marketing is so involved in product as well as distribution. With digital commerce this type of broad thinking is valuable once again, which is why we are so interested in business models. The evolving customer experience, perspectives from the industry, Facebook. Amazon Prime drove 53% hike in ad spending yai. Streamers see the sales on Amazon Live, but brands are still hesitant the numbers were astronomical. Amazon is building out its influencer program and live shopping tools. Amazon acquires rights to Smartless podcast for as much as $80 million. Beeple and the founder of Pitchfork are launching an NFT site where you can buy moments in time. Scooter Braun speaks, the music mogul on his billion-dollar hobby deal, making peace with the past and the road ahead. Why every platform wants to be a super app, interesting look at tech from an African viewpoint. DD shares rise in biggest US listing by Chinese companies since Alibaba. Social media influencers help Chinese brands outfox foreign rivals, should we expect to see these new Chinese brands on sale in the West?